What you do makes a difference, and you have to decide what kind of difference you want to make. Welcome to another episode of Keeping Up With History, Lawrence University edition with your hosts Ethan and Nick. We're going to be picking a certain individual and explore their impact they made on the university. Who do we have today that we're going to be learning about, Nick? Well, Ethan, today we're going to be talking about a young man named Claude Moreau Paris who attended Lawrence University in the early 1900s. Oh, I've heard of him. I heard he was that dude on and off the field, making differences that we're still thankful for today. Let's jump into it then. Lawrence University is in Appleton, Wisconsin, and was established in 1847. Since the school has been established, many students have walked the halls and made long-lasting differences that have benefited the school even today. Claude Moreau Paris is one of these students, but the impacts he made on the university differentiated from others because of what he went through while attending Lawrence University. What are these differences, you might ask? Well, my guy Ethan might have the key to those answers. Yeah, that's a good question you got there, Nick. Claude was one of the first African-American student athletes to attend Lawrence University. He, he played football, baseball, and basketball at Lawrence and endured many hardships in every sport while attending from 1902 through 1904. While playing sports, Claude took his act academics just as serious. He studied ministry while also taking scientific courses and being president of his graduating class. That is an extraordinary accomplishment as a young black person in the early 1900s. An article published in the Wapaka Republic said he won the presidency with no grandstand plays, no campaign methods. He simply won a place of confidence and esteem of his classmates by his credible scholarship and dominating personality. This shows how much respect Claude received from his peers in his class. Claude is from a small town named Wapaka in Wisconsin. Here, Claude's family was well respected and were outstanding citizens. Claude's father, James Paris, owned and ran a barbershop where Claude worked briefly so that he could help pay the fees for going to college. Claude being African-American set him apart from others, but that didn't stop him from pursuing an education from a good institute. Let's talk more about how Claude and his influence in each sport he played. Well, Ethan, like you said before, Claude really was that dude. Claude participated in football when he first arrived in 1902. With the color barrier affecting sports in the United States, Claude was hesitant to play at first, but he still wanted to compete. During his football career at Lawrence, Claude was forced to sit out occasional games while competing with teams from the South due to the gentleman's agreement rule. This agreement stated that colored athletes could not participate in competition against Southern universities due to race rules at universities in the South. This agreement was not a written rule, but many coaches followed the agreement to avoid conflict in any ways. During the first decade of football, Lawrence occasionally played non-educational groups like athletic clubs around the area of Appleton. But the years when Claude arrived, Lawrence University started to play schools in the Midwest Conference like Ripon College as well as Beloit College. During Claude's upperclassmen years at Lawrence, the football team started playing very large schools like the University of Minnesota, the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and the University of Chicago. Claude participating in these contests showed how much courage it took for him to play because of the discrimination he faced, especially playing large universities that were triple the size and still did not have a single colored athlete on the team. Athletics now in the Midwest Conference are free of segregation and participation and includes players of all different races from around the world. Football wasn't the end of the athletic season for Claude, though. 
Even though Claude had conflicts with the color barrier in football, that didn't stop him from going out for the basketball team and baseball teams. When Claude first arrived on campus of Lawrence University, the basketball team was still transitioning from an intramural team to an actual NCAA collegiate sports team. Before 1901, the Lawrence basketball program consisted of teams that were created by dorm halls in which they played against each other for fun and their free time away from their schoolwork. Lawrence University decided to create their official Vikings basketball team in 1901 with the completion of Alexander Gymnasium across the Fox River. Even though Claude was one of the best on his team, due to the proximity of how close fans are to players during competition, Claude was constantly harassed and even had things thrown at him during the games. When Claude played baseball, he was harassed just like he was in football and basketball. Sometimes these harassments would get so extreme that he would have to be removed out of the game. The Vikings team struggled when he had to be taken out, and that was a cause of many of their losses in the early 1900s. Coaches and officials not only didn't allow him to play because of his skin color, but also because of the belief that playing with African Americans lowered the status of competition in the Midwest Conference. Yeah, actually in a quote from Charles H. Martin from an article he wrote on the color barrier in the Midwest, he states, in addition to rejecting African Americans from their athletic teams, some Midwestern colleges also attempted to draw the color line when competing against other universities within the region. Officials at these schools considered African Americans to be a socially inferior race and hence viewed competition against white players as lowering the status normally associated with whiteness. Claude, Claude would take these comments with a grain of salt, knowing that he was just as good and made competition better in every sport he played. Wow, that really goes to show what kind of guy Claude was. Claude was such an influential student while attending Lawrence University. He was an excellent student while studying at Lawrence, but his biggest impact came in breaking the color barrier of sports in the Midwest Conference in the early 1900s. Having played football, basketball, and baseball for the Vikings, showed how determined Claude was to compete no matter who against, and as well as his courage displaying that African Americans can play a sport with whites while being just as good. Claude not only made a difference during his years of education, but also set a path for African American students and athletes that will later attend Lawrence University. He truly was an all-around balanced Laurentian. Well, with that being said, we unfortunately run out of time for today's show. Before we end, we would like to thank Gretchen Revy, Aaron Dix, Andrew McSorley, Arnaud Damaro, David Burke, Professor Bridget Vance, Lawrence University Archives, and the Lawrence University Library for helping us gather our information and making this episode all possible. Thanks again, and we will see you next time on Keep Me Up With History.